Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Coach's Corner. I'm Coach Andrew Porritz from Ingenuity Coaching. I help people discover and fulfill their passions and greatness. My mission, to inspire and challenge you to dream big dreams and with my coaching, help you to manifest those dreams into reality. You can visit my website at myfuturecoach.com and follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash coachandrew. Tonight starts a new round of Coach's Corner. The recent ICA Summit series I hosted was a great success, and I'm very excited to tell you that on the last Summit show, I was my own guest, and that show is now my number five most downloaded show with a bullet, which is uh, really quite amazing to me. So thank you if you downloaded it and listened to it. I appreciate it greatly. If you're listening live tonight and you have a question, the phone number here is 646-929-2893. If you call in, you'll be able to listen to the show on the phone and press the number one, which will let me know you have a question. We also have a live chat room right on the show page where you can feel free to join in. Tonight's guest is Suprina Barony. She is the chief and founder of Suprina, Suprema Gourmet, classically trained at Le Cordon Bleu in Paris. Chef Suprina has worked in some of the finest restaurants in the world, including Canyon Ranch and Club 21. She now offers gourmet spa-style meal deliveries, nutritional counseling, wellness lectures, and catering for corporate and private events. With her unique skill combination as a chef and nutritionist, she devotes herself to sharing information that affords a higher quality of life. You can learn more about Suprina at www.supremagourmet.com. Suprina, are you with us? Yes, I'm with you. How are you? I'm great. I know I, I, I managed to botch up your last name, so I would like you to, to tell everybody exactly how you say your name. Well, it really depends on what part of the country you're from. If you're Hungarian, the enunciation is Berenje. If you are from the north, people tend to say Bereni, and from the south, they say Berini. And honestly, as long as you call me, I'm happy. Any of the three will do. You say Berini, and I say (laughs) Berenje. That sounds good to me. Maybe we should just keep it musical. That's right. (laughs) Uh, this show sounds awesome. It really, really sounds like you focus on contributing to others' lives. That's really wonderful. How did you get involved in this? Wait a minute. I'm the doing the interviewing around here. <laughs> Baba Louie. <laughs> Can't help myself. I was very okay. intrigued by your intro. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, here we Tonight, we want to talk about you, Sabrina, if that's okay with you. Well, I, I really... Myself, as an example of how to live well, I'm happy to talk about. Okay, great. Um, I think I think that it's really, really important to share how to be successful with living well. Um, and it's not about what not to do. It's about enabling yourself to figure out what works for you and how to have access to it. Well, that sounds great. So what I, first I'd like to get a little bit of background. Like, how did you get into food? Uh, well, like everybody else, I like to eat. Um, but more importantly, uh, some years ago, I don't want to date myself, I found that I had a major medical challenge, and it was quite a shock. 
um, I feel that I was very blessed. Um, one of my friends had a mother who was due to have a mammogram, and she just was very afraid of the whole process. Um, so my friend and I went to lend support to her just to go and, and hold her hand while she had the test done. And uh, her uncle was actually the radiologist. So when it was time for her to do it, she didn't want to do it. She was afraid it was going to hurt. And uh, I was more her body type than her niece was. So I said I would do it for, you know, and show her that it wasn't painful. Mm-hmm. And uh, her uncle happened to read the, the, the scan and then called later and said, you know, we'd like to have you back to have a biopsy. You know, it's probably nothing. It's no big deal. But at the age of 22, I never would have had the test. I mean, it just wasn't precedent. There was there was no breast cancer in my family. There mm-hmm. was no no indications that it was something that was relevant in my life or in my lifestyle that I should have had it done. If her mother had not had this almost paralyzing fear of the process of it, she just thought it would be painful to have her breast squeezed. Um, and uh, if she hadn't been like that, I would not have stepped forth to be nice and to do it. Her uncle, if he hadn't been the person to read it, you know, we wouldn't have had the luxury of being able to do it without even being charged. You know, basically, it was just go up there as an example. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so we found out very, very early on that I had breast cancer. And uh, we were able to treat it successfully. And I had the option of looking. It wasn't like I had to do something immediately. I had choices. I So I being the person that I am, wanted to study as extensively as I could all of the solutions. And um, I decided to, instead of doing chemo, to go homeopathically and, and holistically with a solution, aggressively focus on, on um, antioxidants and reversing. You can't really reverse dead cell damage, but you can impede dead cell damage growth. And that okay. is what cancer is. Cancer is amplification of dead cells to uh, disease, to any kind of, of issue is created from dead cell growth. So uh, I had the luxury of, uh, at that particular time, traveling in, uh, into India, and um, I was working with factories as a translator and as a negotiator. And, you know, I said, when, they, when, when I went overseas, they were like, well, what would you like to do with your downtime? And with my downtime, if I was a man, they would have done the things that, that they do to entertain men. Mm-hmm. Um, but with a woman, they really didn't know what to do. So I asked to see Ayurvedic centers. I asked to study. Um, uh, I, I got to meet the Dalai Lama. I got. I mean, there were just so many incredible wow. things that. Yeah, it was. It was. It was pretty amazing. Um, but through this whole process, and then I, I was successful for my company, and um, they asked me to go to China. Um, well, first Korea and then China. And each time I went on, you know, I would work. And in my off time, I got to study homeopathic and holistic healing and Chinese, you know, Chinese herbal therapies and Ayurvedic medicine and all with the focus of understanding how to attack this disease and be proactive rather than reactive in order to find solutions. Um, as a result, I have been cancer-free for over 20 years um, I have been successful in helping others understand 
that it isn't about deprivation. It isn't about limiting yourself to possibilities. It's about opening your mind's eye and opening up your life to variables that offer greater equity and fewer deficits. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, when I stopped traveling as extensively, I came back and went to Cornell. And um, uh, before I went to India, I was at the Cordon Bleu. And um, when I came back to the States, I said, okay, let me just take some of, I love cooking. I love, you know, working like that. Uh, I didn't want to travel as much. I wanted to downsize. So I, I focused on my culinary background and I started working um, with Daniel Ballou. And it was not that I was working there full time. It was I was dating somebody who was spending over $10,000 a month in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. So I got to be the pretend sous chef, which mm. was awesome. I mean, I had learned to make the most incredible crab cakes ever, learning a technique that, that you know, I was privileged to to learn from him and, and so on and so forth. It was just I've been privileged to have opportunities like those things happen over and over and over again. I mean, this evening I was at the National Arts Club um, having dinner with the president and, and some of the board members who just were opening up the, the world's, you know, perception from their eyes. And we're talking about keen, brilliant, charming people who who afforded me these wonderful transitions in their mind. You know, when you mm-hmm. sit down and you talk to people who have all of these experiences, you, it just makes me feel incredibly rich. And I've been able to translate these experiences with a practice that I have now. And my practice is science-based. It's all about understanding and I've taken the 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 knowledge and practical applications that I have seen and over the last 20 years studied every research study that comes out. I read it, and I have the good fortune of retaining it. And I apply this to how food is styled so that you're having absolutely the most luxurious version of life, but you have all of the science behind it that makes um, uh, life a little bit more successful for whatever your impediments or challenges might be. Well, you know, it's really uh, interesting to hear this in particular that you, you know, you have worked with the science, we've worked with uh, health issues and nutrition, and yet at the same time you also did went to the Cordon Bleu, and you've worked, which obviously means French cooking, which means the first thing I hear in my mind is butter. <laughs> and uh, and wine and I'm thinking and you know speaking of rich rich foods so I, I'm I'm really curious as to how you were able to take that sort of a, a real classical training around food and combine it with the science uh, training that well, you created. I I uh, I just went to see one of my very very favorite clients tonight. Uh, this afternoon, and we've gotten to the level where we first started a program to understand what would be successful for their path to healthy. And uh, the the challenges that this person had were, uh, you know, variants from anybody I've ever encountered before. A huge intellectual, one of the smartest people I've ever met and, and that I've ever had the privilege to work with, Multiple, uh, no, I think she only has one doctorate, but 
um, applies it in a keen sense of way, very, very respected for intellectual level, and um, just didn't have the time to apply herself to um, the food, you know, fixing food and, and, and overcoming um, her schedule. So she absolutely loves rich, decadent food and wants the best possible version so that she's living the unctuousness, mm-hmm. the, 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 the to-the-mouth satisfaction that she's always strived to have, but the smartest version of it, the most intellectually uh, uh, successful uh, food design. And we've come to a happy medium from, I mean, I'm not going to feed her bird seed. Bird mm-hmm. seed would make her miserable. But I did make a clam chowder that was rich and creamy and infused, you would never know, infused in that clam chowder. The original stock that I made was so rich with nutrient-dense infusion from uh, pressure cooking the very peak market uh, vegetables that were going to infuse her broth with and I, I made the broth not once but four times, so it has four times the amount of vegetables that a normal stock would have. And then I took this four-time infused stock with so that it had a lot of nutrients in the broth itself, which is calorically almost no exchange whatsoever. Um, but it still has a rich, dense mineral and and vitamin composite in it. Plus, of course, the the the, the flavor uh, is, is so bountiful. Um, in addition to that, I then infused and pureed soft-shell crabs, which elevate the nutritional level because soft-shell crab is the purest form of glucosamine. Glucosamine, a lot of people know glucosamine and chondroitin in a tablet form. Right. But if, you look, if you look at the jar... Um, or the, the, the jug or whatever it's on, it'll say crustacean. Glucosamine and chondroitin is just pulverized crab and, and uh, uh, shrimp shells and put into a, uh, a little pill. I did not know so that. So what I do, yeah, yeah, and, and it's, I, when I work with athletes, I really, really, I, I make a lot of discs and, and uh, uh, broths that have soft-shell crab in it because soft-shell crab is the most molten form of that shell, which means that your body that comes to 98.6 is going to be able to break down with the stomach acids and, and, and your different bacteria and flora that you have in your intestine, break it down to its most usable form. So it is what I call the highest equity, the highest food source that is going to give your body the most valuable for the lowest caloric bite. So when you try to eat food, so every time she takes a bite of this chowder, which tastes rich and, and, and unctuous and creamy, and not only does it have clams in it, but it also has, um, I, I put in, um, oh, I didn't put in, usually I put in shrimp, but this time I found, uh, oh, rock shrimp, which mm-hmm. rock shrimp are succulent and they actually taste like little tiny lobster. So it came out more like a, uh, a lobster clam fist. Now, the clams I use, because clams have minerals in it, 
that actually elevate your brain chemistry to have positive brain, more readily accessible positive brain chemistry, oxytocin, serotonin, dopamine, um, easier elevations of um, uh, endorphins. She doesn't happen to like spicy foods, and spicy foods trigger endorphins. Let me know when I get too far into the... the no, you're, you're just I, driving I mean, me uh, wild with <laughs> desire at the moment, I have to tell you. I'm just thinking about these these foods, getting really but hungry. Chow- right, but the chowder, the beautiful thing is she has an exhausting day from mm-hmm. just really, really using her brain, and re- it's just absolutely magnificently smart person. I just love... You know, talking to her and being with her, it's really, really cool some of the people I get to work with. And I know that at the end of the day, instead of reaching a comfort food because she's exhausted and she's going to call in and get something that's not going to have a lot of equity for her body, she's still going to have the satisfaction of knowing that she has comfort food that has that unctuousness, but also, it has things that are going to help balance glucose levels so that she doesn't have a lot of cravings and she isn't going to have, you know, it's going to balance a lot of her nutritional needs. And I don't want to go into what those might be because, you know, clients' privacy is paramount. Sure. But finding solutions for your emotional balance as well as your physical drives because when your body chemistry gets off, your brain chemistry gets off. You can't think as clearer. Uh, as clearly as you need to. You don't find the words that you want to find as quickly. And nowadays, to get off of your vein in the slightest variation, you get eaten alive by the person right behind you. Mm. So, you know, you can't make mistakes. I I lecture for several companies, um, NASDAQ, uh, uh, Cantor Fitzgerald, um, Barclays Capital, to name a few, and and, um, uh, Turner, broadcasting, and the biggest thing that these people want to think about is they don't want to think about it. How do I enable myself to live successfully so that I can have the best possible version of my life? And that's what I try to help people do. So this particular client who is getting my gourmet-style food that has the best possible version of nutrition like, uh, I didn't make for her lasagna this time, but when I make lasagna and I infuse all of these critical components of nutrition in it, I also make sure to make sure that it doesn't have food deficit. Food deficit is the big kill. Food deficit is food that makes you work for it. Like What pasta. does that mean? Great question. Pasta is, it tastes great. It releases serotonin in your brain, and it makes you feel comfort. But pasta is a carbohydrate that, and carbohydrates are not bad. Do never get me wrong. I think carbohydrates are very valuable. But this carbohydrate has no nutritive impact. All it does is require caloric uh, or an energy expenditure in order to exchange for the caloric content. So either you eat the lasagna and then go for a run, or you eat the lasagna and it stores for when you are going to go for a run. And if you never go for a run, guess where it's going to sit. Mm. So, by the way, do you do you feel there's any uh, difference or any advantage, or does it matter at all? Like I, when I eat pasta, I always eat whole wheat pasta. Does that make a difference? You think? Actually, I I, I think that whole wheat pasta is 
are incrementally more valuable than mm-hmm. white pasta. If you're going, there's a great pasta on the market, and I'm happy to advocate for it because I would hope that it would be more accessible. It's really not accessible. The pasta is, um, uh, what is it called? I'm actually looking at a bag right now so that I can give the exact name of it. It's Explore Asia. It's a gluten-free, organic, mun-bean pasta. It's a bean. It's made from beans. Hmm. So beans have, think about any kind of plant is grown from its original seed. And the seed is the bean. So anytime you eat nuts or beans, you're getting food enzymes, and these enzymes help you access nutrition more successfully. Mm. One of my clients' uh, mothers pinged me today and this morning, and she said, my son's iron levels are low. Should he take an iron supplement? Now, this particular person is having some extreme health challenges with nutrition absorption. Uh, uh, Crohn's colitis, ulcerative colitis, variations of of nutritional challenges where your body isn't maintaining the food long enough to access the components of it so your body can utilize it. So to take a food supplement or a nutritional supplement when you're at this at-risk stage puts you at risk for toxicity. When your body, you don't know where in the colon tract, and he's had a, a colonoscopy, but you have 18 feet of colon. Mm-hmm. At any point in time, you can miss several feet of it and not see the entire thing. You see pockets of it. So you don't know if there is a, a, a blockage, even if there, and I don't want to get too graphic because this is definitely not a topic for right. audiences. I don't know if anybody's eating a late dinner while they listen to us. So we don't want to get too graphic. If anybody has these particular challenges, <laughs> um, I, I'm happy to. Work I've with been you. I've been through several of these myself, actually. So I'm, I'm I'm very much listening to you. So the point is, if you have a food deficit, if you don't have enough iron, perhaps you don't have enough magnesium to help you uh, as a catalyst for the iron. Mm-hmm. If you don't have enough calcium, perhaps, you know, there's variables, there's cofactors. So if you t- lean on supplements, and we deviated from our original talk of uh, of where we're going, the problem with nutrition is that there's so many branches to this mm. tree, we can keep pinging off of one topic into another continually. Absolutely. And we want to have some. We want to have some continuity for this conversation, and I'm happy to to uh, go on any thread that you find <laughs> most interesting. But let's I, talk about. Actually, food, I, you know, what I want to hear about is, is just a little mm. quickly is now you're you you have a, a service in which you you provide meals. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. So I do. I, there's a typical client who work works with you. Do they get like all their meals from you or some of their meals and occasion? How, how does that work? I'm just curious. Uh, it, it's a great question and, and I'm grateful that you asked the question because it's always nice to be able to qualify what's a good client, what's not a good client. Mm-hmm. Um, it's incredibly, I, I have one of the doctors who refers patient to me, he referred somebody says, if you do not use her, you will die. <laughs> I'm like, right. thanks, thanks for the problem. But he's serious. This particular person has such ingrained lifestyle habits and such compulsive eating challenges 
which happens to a lot of people once the brain chemistry becomes askew. Mm -hmm. They have sleep apnea. They have heavy weight issues. There's all sorts of uh, uh, compounded challenges that you can't find the original variables. So it's like, what do I do? You have someone step in, like myself, who goes in and helps you understand what it feels like to get healthy. And it's not about deprivation. It's not. It's about getting comprehensive access to nutrients that are valuable. It's about having things that are palatable so that you can successfully eat them. Because if you don't like it, you're not going to eat it. Then it's a total waste. Right. So what I do, this particular person called me up and I said, well, I, I don't know if the doctor told you, but I'm extremely expensive and I do not take insurance. Food is mm -hmm. not something that, that, that works. And in New York, the cost of food is outrageous. But more importantly, finding uh, and having, you know, a food stylized by a gourmet chef, et cetera, et cetera, becomes prohibitive. So what I do is I offer levels of service for those so that I can be accessible to everybody. I have uh, free classes that I give several times a year for people who can't afford any level of the service because I don't want to not help people. Um, if you're willing to come in and do the work, I am more than happy to have you come and learn what I do so that you can do it on your own. So that's the first level. It's absolutely free, but you have to do all the work and you pay for everything. Uh, the second level of service is one that I help coach you like you would coach. Mm -hmm. um, and, you, and it's our sessions, and those in those hour sessions we find out what you're lifestyle challenges are through a course of conversation, similar to what you and I are talking about now, but more you talking and me listening and then right. going back on and, and finding out where your challenges are. Um, that is the, what I like to call the, the, the bicycle approach to my service. You're pedaling the, the bicycle, you're going uphills, you're going downhills, you're going, but you're on the bike and you're moving, but I'm the bike. But if you don't pedal, you don't get anywhere. Um, and then there, there's the uh, Mercedes level of service, which I help you by uh, uh, coaching and giving a class. Then mm. there's the Maserati style of service where I help totally reboot your system like you would reboot a computer, cleaning all the disks and, and getting you back to a point where it's great. And I do that by providing meals that taste spectacular, that will enable your body to fully function, um, cleaning, detoxing, but in a way that's nutritively uh, successful. So mm -hmm. that, you know, a lot of detoxes shut down your metabolism, lower um, uh, your, your energy levels so that, yes, you did drop a few incremental pounds, but your body is at a point where it's at risk. So this is, you will lose weight. And, I mean, on average, um, on the onset of my clients, you know, when they first start the program, they'll lose between 8 and 12 pounds, sometimes more, um, uh, during the first week. And some, some have seen as much success as 45 pounds um, in, uh, like, Alton Brown. Uh, spent five weeks in the British Virgin Islands with me on a catamaran. Actually, I was on one catamaran. He was on another. They were shooting a show. 
and uh, uh, just he did the bicycle approach. You know, we just had lots of conversations and talked, and he incorporated a few more healthy uh, ways to live, successful eating habits, Mm -hmm. and, you know, I think he lost a little over 42 pounds. No, I would imagine you also have people who actually don't need to lose weight, but they just want to have a particular type of lifestyle change. Um, yeah, well, uh, being more youthful is always uh, very important. A lot of people who are in a situation where they understand, uh, one of the people that I know from uh, one of the corporations that I work with, uh, found out that his mother has Parkinson's mm. and his father died also having a neurological challenge. And he wanted to be proactive about stylizing his life so that he could limit his liability. And then I, most, I, did you have a, a, then an effect on, on the Parkinson's? Uh, oh, yeah, I can be very successful with now, Parkinson's is a neurological challenge. The medication that Parkinson's um, – now, is this a particular interest? you have someone that you know who has Parkinson's? Oh, you could hear, you could hear it in the way I asked, couldn't you? Yeah. yeah I, I have a cousin who is newly diagnosed, and uh, I How would old? love to be able to, uh, to uh, create something for him. Uh, he what? is uh, 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 probably around 54. Okay. So he's, 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 uh, he's very young. Mm-hmm. And uh, with, there are a lot of things that he can do um, to amplify his success. And I talk about amplify. I talk about um, impeding. I talk about there is no get sticks quick. But you can set yourself on a path to uh, have a deficit or you can set yourself on a path to have equity. And mm-hmm. the equity I'm talking about is nutritional equity. And specifically with Parkinson's, nutritional equity would be to stylize your food-eating habits. There's some very good medications right now. Unfortunately, the medications uh, attach themselves to protein um, in your body, and that's how it is uh, uh, utilized. But if you're, if you're eating protein within three hours of taking the medication, the medication will attach itself to the protein that you eat and pass through your system without successfully uh, enabling your body to have it. So under, and, and most doctors will, will tell you, okay, you're not supposed to eat protein when you have this, but you really do need to have because the cadence of your food resources is important. And there's a lot of uh, misunderstandings about what is actually a protein um, and how to successfully eat the food so that the medicine can work. I believe in collaborating Western medicine with Eastern philosophy because that is the best way to run toward health. There's, a, there's baby steps, there are uh, slaughtering, and then there's running toward health. I mean, when you're at risk, when you've been diagnosed, you need to be as aggressive about a solution as you can. And that means not being lackadaisical. That means understanding what your choices are and putting yourself on the path to do it, stylizing your life so that you can be successful. And if you have somebody in your family who has prostate cancer and you are a man, you must be eating half a cup of cherries a day. 
If you're not eating half a cup of cherries a day, you might as well just stand in line because one out of two people are getting it. And you're like, half a cup of cherries? How simple is that? The photonutrients and the peel of the cherries has been proven to produce successful results. Okay, let me qu- ask you a question about the cherries because I'm a huge cherries uh-huh. fan. Huge. I, I, get, I get frozen cherries all the time, big frozen cherries fan. Um, but it's very like I, a lot of people talk about dark uh, the the tart cherries, which are really really hard to find. Is it are the dark sweet cherries okay for that too? Um, the peel of the cherry is what has the most value. The dark mm-hmm. cherry, the ones that have almost a blue hue mm-hmm. to it, are the most nutritively valuable. Now we're talking about case studies. There has been case studies that have proven that cherries are. Um, valuable, and you can all you have to do is Google case study cherries and prostate cancer, and you will find several very very good studies, um, uh, uh, double blind studies that prove the value of cherries. Um, I know that there's a lot of people who want to talk about different things, um, but if you want to be proactive and successful in finding solutions in your life, and you hear somebody say like pomegranate juice. Pomegranate juice is fabulous. Everybody should be running around and drinking pomegranate juice because it's healthy. You've heard that, right? Of course. Yeah, that's because they made the the, the marketing dollars in order to project that image. Like the average individual thinks oatmeal is healthy. Yeah. Oatmeal is actually not healthy. It's not that it's not healthy. It's that it's not the healthiest thing that you can eat. But everybody heard that if you have cholesterol, you need to eat oatmeal, when in fact oatmeal has been chewed five times before you get it. So understand. What do you what do you what, what do you mean it was chewed five times? I, I promise I'll go back to that. But I want who's chewing the, who's chewing my oatmeal? Ah, machines are chewing your oatmeal. All right, a groat, G R O A T S. Mm-hmm. A groat is a grain that is naturally uh, uh, grown. It is. Uh, has the germ, the endosperm, mm-hmm. the brand, and is incredibly valuable for you. It is a very, very nutrient-dense grain that costs very little. It's about 99 cents a pound. It's not difficult to get. If you walk into your grocery store, supply is demand. Any grocery store will supply it if you just say, I would like to have it, and then tell a few friends to buy it as well. Um, but anyway, I digress. Let's go back to why a groat is valuable. A groat cut in half is called a steel-cut boat. When it's cut in half, it's exposed to air. Uh, Light, heat, and time dissipate the value of omega-3 fat. The germ is damaged when it's cut in half. So nutritively, it's two-thirds less valuable. Calorically, by cutting it in half, it uh, reduces the caloric exchange from processing it just a, a little tiny bit. So... Even though one cup of growth equals 100 calories and one cup of steel-cut oats equals 100 calories, mm-hmm. nutritively, it's two-thirds less valuable. So the equity in the food has dissipated. Now, a steel-cut oat is steamed, rolled, and dried, and that becomes an Irish oat. An Irish oat, um, nutritively, is a third less valuable, and these are approximate, um, right. because of the... Um, uh, the machine chewing it, your body's not chewing it, it becomes more of a caloric demand on your body. 
uh, or less of a caloric demand on your body for, for processing it. Um, everybody's heard about how celery ha- requires more calories to chew than it actually holds. Well, this is, this is a similar process where the machines are chewing it and your body isn't. So if you have uh, uh, an Irish oat and steam it, roll it, dry it, that then becomes oatmeal. Oatmeal is steamed, rolled, and dried, and that becomes instant oatmeal. So it's five times processed, each time dissipating in value to reduce the equity of the food. Gotcha. And the first one is more valuable and less expensive. It's just harder to access. So it's all about understanding how to access food, forgetting about marketing. It was funny. My mom cooking. used to make groats when I was a kid. She made uh, groats with bow tie pasta. See, your mom sounds like a smart lady, except for the bow tie pasta, and we won't go there. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she made all the time. Yeah, right. Sounds like Kasha. You're, you know, I mean, it's just um, the thing is, is that as we become more successful, as the world demands that we spend less and less time processing things. Mm-hmm. We have to define what are we willing to give up? Are we willing to give up a little bit of our health for convenience? And what have I been told is convenient is actually not that convenient for me nutritionally. So what my service does is help people understand what version of nutritional success is theirs. And sometimes that means like the person I saw today who went through my my program fully understands how to live successfully because she's so brilliant, but also knows that she doesn't want to spend the time doing it. But she's happy to pay me to do it, which hmm. works for me because I love to cook. So it's a very successful marriage. Now, I do recommend to people who do not have the luxury of being as brilliant and, and successful as she is, um, and have the luxury of hiring, you know, a Kodam Luteng nutritionist to prepare her foods for her, you can put together a collaboration. Invite your friends over. Do a, 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 do a cooking class, a nutritional. I, I give cooking classes to people who want to understand how to prepare meals for themselves. Maybe one day a week they're going to prepare some nutritively successful meals that they can bring out of the fridge or freezer and supplement their lives so that they're not always eating at a deficit. Because if you don't put something in the black, you're going to pay for it, i.e. Parkinson's, dementia, Mm -hmm. Alzheimer's. All of these things are because of nutritional deficits. So how do you figure out, can I take supplements? And then we go back to the first person I talked about where his mom called and said he has an iron deficiency. I'm not a big fan of over-supplementation of certain types of nutrition because of toxicity levels. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of challenges that are being created because of over-supplementation of over-the-counter, totally acceptable vitamins. Right. So how do you find your variation of success? Um, It really depends on how severe your challenges are. Um, A lot of the solutions that people have I think are incomplete. Um, How so? Well, like you go through, I I passed a sign the other day 
um, workout sessions and nutritional counseling for $35. I could not imagine how anybody could, for $35, could even hear all of the problems that this person might have. So basically, they're going to come in, they're going to eyeball you and say, you need to lose weight and hand you a diet that may or may not be successful. Mm-hmm. So that's unfortunately what the average person does. But like I said, you can Google and source information. I mean, it's really, really at your fingertips. If you're having a major um, health challenge, it's like, all right, what do I need to do? Of course, you want to go see a professional, but you want to at least open your mind's eye to some things that you can do for yourself. Increase your antioxidants. Increase your omega-3 fat intake in successful mm-hmm. ways. If, you know, and I say in successful ways, Google omega-3 fat. If you're allergic to nuts, don't eat the nuts. If you hate salmon, don't eat the salmon. Most people can have flaxseed. I mean, be your own advocate. Don't walk through life being obtuse. You're, I'm, I'm assuming that you're the people who call into your talk shows are smart, intelligent people who are trying to enable themselves to be more successful in their careers. I would imagine so. Right. So these people, I would recommend that they advocate for themselves. If they if they don't have the level of success where they can, all right, I don't want to think about it. They can be like my client today, call me up and say, Sabrina, I am getting back from my trip on Monday. Please have food at my house Monday afternoon. And that's it. That's all she has to worry about. But not everybody can do that. That's right. All right, so be your own advocate. Mm-hmm. Go listen. I, 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 give le- I just lectured for the Harvard Wood Group. It's Harvard graduates who are associated with Hollywood um, on the benefits of aphrodisiacs. And you're like, ooh, aphrodisiacs. Everybody get all excited. But aphrodisiacs really, really amplify oxygen levels. Ox- great oxygen levels help your mind with clarity of focus. Oxygenation helps your body in in, in variants of ways. Um, uh, and the the uh, oxygen levels help amplify um, as I as I can't find the right word endorphins. There's so many things that you can go do, uh, go listen to that aren't costly. Well, give me an example, by the way, of a, of an aphrodisiac that would would create that effect. Uh be. Uh, ginger. Mm. Um, it depends on, you know, uh, ginger is an anti-inflammatory. And by it's, by reducing inflammation, it helps with blood flow. So it is not traditionally considered an aphrodisiac. But by the thought of allowing blood flow, um, and with male and female, having better oxygenation in the body allows you to have better sexual stimulation. If you have better sexual stimulation, you also have uh, uh, conscious, if you're not in sexual activity, it actually amplifies your performance levels in many other ways. If you're an athlete, it helps, you know, more oxygen get to the muscles. If you're somebody who needs clarity of thought and concentration, that oxygenation helps you perform on those levels. So understanding um, how to utilize um, 
things that will help your body be more successful by unimpeding it. Um, it, it, it everybody thinks oysters. Oysters help your body produce semen successfully. Um, help your your body have minerals that will enable you to have better brain chemistry. All right, I don't want to get too off point on this. No, but I'm I'm going out for oysters right now. <laughs> there you go. Oysters okay. are great. <laughs> so, by the way, we have uh, I, I think we have somebody who has a question. Would you like to answer okay. a question? Oh, sure. Okay, I'm going to get, give you a warning, uh, Mr. 804 Area Code, who has a question. We're going to put you on the air. Hello, do you have a question for Sabrina? Hi, my name is Hugh. I'm calling from Virginia, and she sounds like the Einstein of uh, gourmet foods and everything. I would love to uh, work with you and joint venture with you, and I'm sure you will know who I am when I give my last name, if you know anything about restaurant equipment. My last name is Charlson. Hugh Charlson? That was my father's company, Charlson Refrigerators and Freezers, yes. Wow. They're very, oh, wow very refrigerators. Uh, wow is us coming together, and we'll make sure that this host has a follow-up show. So uh, I have also a partner in New Jersey. I'm in Virginia now, but uh, I'll, I'll, the best way I can say is HughTrollson at gmail.com. Just shoot me that, and we'll get my partner on with you. Uh, we want to get you all over the world as quickly as possible. Well, it's very kind of you. Yeah, I'm very, very flattered as I quickly try to find my computer so that I can make sure to write down your um, your information. By the way, the host uh, has goosebumps right now. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. So it, it's Hugh Charleston. Yes, H-U-G-H-T-R-A-U-L-S-E-N at gmail.com. And I'll, I'll give you my partner, too. I'd like the host to interact with her and maybe come on her show. She has a blog talk show called Take Action Life Coach, and her website is TakeActionLifeCoach.com. She's a burnt-out nurse from 28 years. Boy, are you two going to have fun together. <laughs> Life Coach. Now, everybody com. else listening to the show, don't send this man email, okay? This is private. Oh. You just happen to tune in into a private moment. I actually that's, don't that's, get it anyway. Right. My partner does. I'm a visionary, so <laughs> she gets all the techie stuff. <laughs> okay. But but I, I'd like to, now that, that your mind's eye is, is thinking about me, why don't we allow the people who are listening uh, to understand one question that you might have, because I'm sure you in, intrigue them um, with your excitement level, um, what question might you ask so that other people can Use your mind. Well, Any questions? you've covered the food beautifully, and my partner has a site that she's just bookmarked to keep for us, and that's TrollsonFoodForThought.com. Oh, lovely. Yes, and it's really about body, mind, and spirit, bringing them all together in balance. And I think you and I coming together, we're going to do unbelievable things, and the host, too because I am actually working on a huge mission and vision of bringing spirituality into global economics and combining it with unconditional love and with the right food for both the body and the mind. Uh, that's where it's all headed. <laughs> 
Well, thank you, Hugh. Sounds I, wonderful. I, I, I will look forward very much to talking to you and your partner and your partner's name. Uh, Diana Krekes. It's spelled K-E-R-E-K-E-S. Okay. Well, I'm going to hope that we can review this again later uh, on the repeat. But now, because this is going to be on YouTube, we're going to step off this conversation and allow somebody else to ask a question. Hugh, I'll look forward to talking to you at another time. And thank you very much for your kind consideration. A divine connection, and God bless you both, and God bless everyone. Thanks for calling in, you. Thank you very, very much. Um, that's exciting. That's it's thrilling that that, that was unexpected. Yeah, yeah it, it, it's really, really nice to see that other people who are open to really, really infusing, figuring out how to live your life so that you're not impeded. Um, and 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 that means opening yourself to have positive brain chemistry. Um, I'm I'm working with somebody right now who has emotional malaise quite a bit and can't figure out why, really thinks that they have to be grumpy, thinks that, you know, it's part of a standard of life, and that's not the case. I really, really think that you can create uh, a positive emotional profile by creating uh, positive brain chemistry. You can uh, be happy. Don't worry, not to to steal from the the, the song, and I know you're going to start singing it because you have a great voice. Oh, thank uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, and it's more about B vitamins. It's more about you know allowing your body uh, to live luxuriously by creating positive equity in your food and limiting your deficits. Um, do you have any other questions? Because I don't want to go off in the tangent. I love your this this. Uh, tennis volley we have between your questions and and how it's going. I, it's way off the path of what oh, I originally thought. Oh, it's fine. It's it's all good. <laughs> um, and actually, um, um, my my uh, question I just have that partly came up just because this this uh, fellow who just called in. He has he he he's involved in he he's had a kitchen equipment. Describe your kitchen. I want to hear about your kitchen. Oh, uh, now see, I that's that's one of the things that I really enjoy. Uh, my kitchen. I've set it up so that I can be successful, and that means I have a two-and-a-half-foot counter by two-foot counter, and I have a large sink and an 18-inch oven. Um, I have every gadget in the world, but they're all put away. Hmm. I live in New York City. I live in Chelsea. And um, when when I work with my clients, I have a commercial kitchen that I utilize. Of course, it has much more space. Um... But my kitchen is very, very streamlined. I don't have a lot of – I do have a lot of Chinese herbs that I buy. I have two refrigerators in my home. In a small, tiny New York apartment, that's my luxury. I have one refrigerator for – because a lot of the herbs that I buy, a lot of the the, – spices that I buy that are all antioxidants that help the body – um, with challenges, some of them, like I just bought $1,200 worth of mushrooms. Um, these mushrooms help detoxify the liver. There's so many toxins in our environment. Mm. And if we don't constantly fight that battle to 
eliminate the, even if it's we're not eating anything, let's say we eat as purely as possible, the topical toxins that we have to deal with, um, it's about understanding what is the solution. You know, like $1,200 worth of mushrooms? Well, you got to remember, I'm not only just eating meat. I am, and there's a lot of clients who have the luxury of, of really wanting to have the premium that they can possibly have, the very, mm-hmm. very best, so that they, they don't have to wait in line to get healthy. They want the shortcut, right. you know, <laughs> and I help them with the shortcut. You know, I, I'm working with somebody right now who has, uh, unfortunately, he's talking about a beautiful person, really, really has never done anything overly challenging to any other human being that I am conscious of. Sweet, always generous, always considerate, and has so many health albatrosses that she must bear. Um and at four different versions of cancer. Wow. Can you imagine? Yeah. And and the solutions that she has been given are all extremely aggressive, and none of them offer any immediate uh, challenge. It, it just compounds her misery. And what I try to do is I do not try to cure the cancer. What I do is I unimpede the body from every other challenge. Um, and by unimpeding the body, re, 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 um, reducing the toxins in the body, allowing her body to get food in its most accessible, most digestible, most palatable form that is going to reduce the inflammation and make her body feel successful with all of the equity so that she doesn't have to source materials, doesn't have to spend the time or the energy hoarding bad fat decomposing her own muscle mass in order to convert, in order to find successful versions of what could be healthy. What I do is I get rid of, I know you know what the word Mishigat means. And <laughs> yeah. for those out there who don't know what Mishigat is, it just means busy work. I just get rid of all the busy stuff and focus on helping the body to get to its most healthy version so that it can fight the good fight. And and I helped, there was this one client of mine who was super successful and ran a major corporation but was a functioning alcoholic. And what I helped him do, I did not help him reduce his alcoholism. I did not help him with that. What I did do is help balance his brain chemistry and help reduce any of his other physical challenges so that he fought that one fight, so that he wasn't compulsively going after anything else. So when I help people, I what I do is I get rid of the mishigas nutritionally so that it's focused on the simplest version. And then the one fight that you may have, I might help you with a few tools. Like somebody who has cancer, I'll arm them with antioxidants. And when I say arm somebody with antioxidants, we're talking every single bite that they take has the most, nutritional impact for the least caloric exchange for the most important antioxidant and and anti-inflammatory values that can be with none of the other challenges because sometimes you're on medication, sometimes you're on uh, physical challenges because you're not able to exert yourself, your brain chemistry off is so on and so forth. So there is no steadfast version of reality for any one person. Everybody must understand they're an individual. 
and they need to find their divine path. How do you feel about um, (laughs) how do you feel about flaxseed? Oh, it's my favorite thing. I think it's the the the, one of the holy grails of food. Because I put it on on damn near everything. I put it in my cereal. I put it uh, in 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 pasta. I put it in in all kinds of things. Uh, I I use milled flaxseed. Great. Do you mill it yourself? No, I don't mill it myself. My my okay. friend Mill yeah. does it. Okay, all right. Yeah, as in Bob. <laughs> yeah, Bob. Yeah, Mill? Bob. Bob. He's that guy. Bob's yeah, Red Mill. Right, right, right. Bob's Red Mill. Now, remember when we talked about the growths and we talked about how yes. when exposed to heat, light, or time, it dissipates in value. Yeah. So if you are going to add equity in your version of flaxseed, which I think is spectacular, flaxseed in any form is awesome. But if you want to get the best, most valuable form, buy the flaxseed in an enclosed container so it isn't exposed to light in its whole form. Okay. And then grind it yourself. You can grind as much as a week's worth and put it in the refrigerator and then use it on everything just like you did. Um, For a man your size, for those of you who don't know him, He's approximately six foot, approximately 185 pounds. So someone are you, that you're, size, you are dreaming, but thank you. I, <laughs> that is so not. Okay? I don't know who you're thinking of. <laughs> oh my god! Trying to be nice. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Five foot ten and no, I'm kidding. Uh, so anyway, hunk. What, what you're trying to say is hunk. Is that what you're trying to say? I'm a hunk. Oh yes, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. So for a hunk of a person like that, yeah. you want to get. <laughs> All right, if you don't have a major health risk and you do not have loose bowels, and I emphasize this because flaxseed can be a laxative, a little bit is a good thing. Excessive amounts of anything cannot be. We don't want to create a challenge. Right. You always want to make sure that your body can absorb nutrition mm-hmm. at a decent tempo. So that being said, now that I've added all the caveats, I don't want to, to give bad, erroneous advice. So flaxseed in increments of a half teaspoon at a time until you find yourself having nice, soft bowel movements that do not have any breaks in it, that do not have any challenges in it, then you know that you're getting the right amount. So I, okay. I personally, at, at five foot seven and 120 pounds, I have anywhere from five to six tablespoons of fresh ground flaxseed a day. I make because I want to make sure to feed my neural system successfully. I do make sure that I get walnuts. I do make sure that I get salmon. I do make sure that I get other variations of omega-3 fat, pumpkin seeds, uh, uh, sunflower seeds. I eat sunflower seeds, you know, huge bags. Sabrina, guess what? What? We're out of time. We are. We have a minute and a, and twenty seconds. So okay. Be, well, so I want to make sure you get everybody to. Know where to find you. So, quick, tell everybody where to find you. Uh, Google Suprina Bereni, um, and my website will come up. That's S U P R I N A B E R E N Y I. You'll find four different ways to get a hold of me. Whatever is most convenient, please feel free. Make sure that you say where you heard my name from. And I am offering to give one-hour consult at half rate for anybody who did listen to your uh, radio call. Um, Just make sure that they say from you. And uh, I will look forward to hearing any questions that anybody has. Wonderful. 
Saprina, thank you so much for being on my show. This was a great hour. It went by so fast. I wish we had more time. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll be back next week at the same time with my guest, David Spike Ostracy, and we're going to be talking about relationships. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thanks again for having me. Everybody have a very healthy day. Good night.